Hello, my dear friends. When I began this podcast, I said that I can only do monthly episodes because of my responsibilities, especially to my family. I have different plans for my next episode, which is going to be next month. However, this Friday just gone, I went to confession. I went to Holy Mass after the confession. And at the Mass, there was this strong urge. Like I felt like our Lord and our Blessed Mother are telling me to create an episode about Our Lady of Fatima, especially in relation to the war between the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine. I personally believe that we need, we all need to revisit what Our Lady has said to the three shepherd children of Fatima. Why do we need to revisit the message of Fatima? I believe that we can do something about it. We have been invited to participate in the work of peace and conversion of Russia. And you know what, my dear friends, I think our Blessed Mother agrees because my dearest friend who breeds Fatima, according to our brother Jerry, um, has said yes to doing this episode. So my, my beloved friends, let's all welcome brother from Montfort Missionaries and the, form, the former president of the World Apostolate of Fatima, England and Wales, brother Oliver Abasolo. Hello, brother Oli. Welcome to Cause of Our Joy podcast. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. And as, as you know, I'm actually based in Rome. So greetings from Rome. And I'm very, very happy to share with you and more or less reflect on the importance of our latest message, which is a message of hope for everyone. Brother Oli, um, I always um, consecrate the episode to our Blessed Mother. So shall we consecrate this episode to our Blessed Mother, especially to the Immaculate Heart of Mary? Yeah. In the name of the sure. Father of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Our Lady of Fatima, we offer to your Immaculate Heart our intentions, our intentions today, including our hearts and minds. May the Lord purify us with you, through you, and in you. Our Blessed Mother, our loving Mother, remove anything from us, remove anything from this episode that displeases you. Because whatever displeases you, is not pleasing to our Lord God. May, may we be worthy to be messengers of Fatima. Come Holy Spirit, come through the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Sister Lucia, Saint Francisco, Saint Jacinta, pray for us. Saint John Paul II, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us. Our Lady of Fatima, Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brother Oli, again, thank you for saying yes today. Now, normally I would ask my guests about their Marian devotion, but I think we'll just go straight to the point. Brother Oli, can you please walk us through the message that uh, Our Lady gave at Fatima, especially in relation to, to Russia? And why is it very important for us Today, why is it very important for us to revisit it and to go through this message again and do our part? Thank you very much for, <clears throat> for that question. So I just needed to clarify things so that when we speak about something pertaining to Russia, we will understand in a particular context a request of her Blessed Mother. So when we say the message of Fatima, the church has approved it from the time of the apparition of the angel, which is 1916. 
So the angel appeared three times before the apparition of Our Lady in 1917. <clears throat> and Our Lady appeared to the children, to Lucia, to Francisco, and to Jacinta, six consecutive times from May to October, except in um, August. And the requests in 1925, which is a request for the five first Saturday, and the final apparition of Our Lady in 1929 in Spain. So the span of time from 1916 to 1929, this is the message of Fatima. In relation to your question about Russia, our Blessed Mother specifically mentioned Russia in the July apparition. So that is actually on her third apparition, May, June, July. And she urged every time she appears at Fatima, May 13, June, until October, she always repeats this specific request of prayer, which is a prayer of the recitation of the rosary. And she actually mentioned terzo, which means one third of the rosary, because there were 15 mysteries of the rosary. And apart from that, she asked that not only prayer, but also sacrifice, okay, for the conversion of sinners. Okay? And she specifically mentioned there that if people continue to sin, this is something sort of like a, a, a prophetic message of Our Lady. July and October of 1917 are very rich in terms of um, messages from our Blessed Mother. And July of 1917, she talks about that if people continue to sin, another worst war will happen. And you'll see that there would be war, persecution, and the Holy Father will have much to suffer. But in the end, she promised with her maternal love and affection for all of us, that in the end, her immaculate heart will triumph. But there is a solution that she gave to us. A fair, it's sort of like a heaven peace plan, a very simple that most of us neglected. Not only prayer, but she also asked for these two things, the first Saturday devotion and the communion of reparation. Because even when Lucia, at the year 1939, she's specifically asked urgently that world war and world peace depends on the practice of the five first Saturdays and the communion of reparation on first Saturday. And she continued to say that this is the will of God. And in order to establish, she basically um, asked, what was the reason why the Lord will not convert Russia. It's purely that the Lord needs to make known to the whole universal church, especially the extension of the devotion to the Immaculate Heart of our Blessed Mother. Just going forward, because when Jacinta, before she died, she even said to Lucia, if you say these things, tell everyone to pray and ask for the grace, especially from the Immaculate Heart, because God has entrusted it to her. So, my brother, it's very, very important that people should understand that it's not owner, but also conversion. You know, when we make sacrifice, sacrifice, if I, if I might just continue to explain what sacrifice a lady meant by sacrifice, there's two things that she said at Fatima. Before the, her apparition, when the children saw the angel of peace, I've mentioned about three consecutive times. So the angel appeared during the time of spring, summer, and autumn. In uh, summer of 1916, 
The angel of Portugal specifically requested about sacrifice. And, you know, our Holy Father, Pope, John, uh, Pope Francis at the moment, requests for prayer at the same time fasting. But it is also important that in our own personal capacity to offer sacrifices in relation to the message of Fatima. And that sacrifice basically means sanctifying our own personal self. Because if we sanctify, just like in the doctrine of the communion of saints, one person's sin can affect the others, and how much more one's practice of holiness can also influence the whole mystical body of Christ. So it is very important that um, what Sister Lucia wrote here, uh, the message of Fatima, she basically mentioned that um, when Our Lady asked for the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart and the communion first Saturday, that consecration part of the Immaculate Heart of Mary is sort of like our Blessed Mother is a bond of union with the mother of the mystical body of Christ. That's where, you know, we, we try um, in, in, in the message of Fatima, the Lord specifically wills that he wanted to establish in the world devotion to the Immaculate Heart. And we need to ask for this grace from her to have this, you know, um, the tension between Ukraine and Russia, and not just uh, these two countries, big countries in Europe, but also in all those war-torn territories where there is still turmoil, where there is still war. And our own personal way of responding to this is prayer, at the same time, sacrifice. Because the angel going back to the second month, uh, the second time of the appearance, the angel specifically asked them, what are you doing? Pray, pray very much and make sacrifices. Okay? Because the most holy hearts of Jesus and Mary have designs of mercy on you. You offer prayers and sacrifices constantly to the most high. And this is very important, the prayer I've mentioned. Our Lady asked for the continuous daily recitation of the rosary, and then at the same time, sacrifices. And we can more or less discuss what sort of sacrifice we can offer, but specifically our duties, our daily duties according to our state of life. If we do that, we are then partakers of that redemptive work of our Lord, because you're offering, making not only your things holy, because sacrifice comes from the two uh, Latin words, sacra and facere. Sacra is sacred or holy, and facere is to do or to make it holy. So you do everything. So what the angel was asking them is to make everything you can as a sacrifice, to make everything you do holy. Like, for example, like now, you know, we're just talking and, you know, explaining things. But... I am not doing this just for my own personal thing, but I'm doing this for what greater purpose? Number one, for the love of Jesus. Amen. Two, for the conversion of sinners. And reparation. This prayer, this three things is encapsulated in this beautiful prayer taught by our Blessed Mother in July of 1917. Um, when she said, sacrifice yourselves. So in other words, it, it is not just doing things to make it holy, but it is our own personal sanctification, that conversion, that metanoia, because we are then being an active part of 
partakers of that mystical body of the Lord. So as I've mentioned, once holiness, our, our attempt to live a life of, you know, in communion with the Lord, heart speaks unto heart. You know, our heart is attuned to the heart of the Lord and to the heart of Mary. Then we become effective a way of converting sinners. And this is part of the message of Father in the very, very core. Pray for the conversion of sinners because there's no one to pray and sacrifice for them. I think that's a very long, long-winded, but there's a lot of things I have to, in a way, include because the whole message of Fatima, if you look at it, brother, is it is very, very rich. And Sister Lucia have, in a way, guided the apostolate of what are the essential things in order to respond generously to the message of our lady, to her, especially the establishment of the you know, brother, I love that you mentioned sacrifice because every time I do a podcast episode, I always say that there is joy in in sacrificing. Okay, sacrifice is not just pain. Um, we believe, as Catholics, we believe in redemptive suffering. And, you know, I always say to, to my friends and to my, you know, Couples for Christ group that you know, God owns everything. God is the source of our existence. God has everything except for one thing, our free will. And God will never, ever take away our free will. So whenever we pray the rosary, whenever we go to church, whenever we go to confession, whenever we reflect on God, and whenever we go to Mass, most especially, anything we do for God, we actually surrender our free will to God. We give back to God our free will. And that is a form of sacrifice that God loves really, really much. Now, my dear brother, so Our Lady of Fatima appeared in 1917, and she said that, you know, when we pray the rosary daily, we could see the end of the war. And she was talking about the First World War. But she also said that there's going to be a, 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 a lot worse war which will happen if people will not repent and will not change their ways. And that war happened in, in the Second World War, World War happened. And I think, you know, I, I, in, in my previous uh, episodes, I said that evil has, you know, is present and more powerful. Evil is really present around us. Like in my last episode, I said that, you know, Everything is more accessible to people, like pornography. Um, there's so much um, disruption of families all around the world. And what do you think um, can help us win this battle, especially this ongoing battle spiritually? Because it's not just the war that you mentioned in all around the world, especially in Ukraine and Russia, but how do we win this battle and how can Our Lady of Fatima help us? Um, so basically, when 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 we say Our Lady of Fatima, um, there is that um, deeper and profound sense of that establishment of the devotion to her Immaculate Heart. Now, most Fatima experts who studied the story of Fatima and how it has progressed over the course of the years, not from the apparition. And that up to the time when Sister Lucia became a Dorfean sister, and then she became a Carmelite sister, um, she gave us, in a way, um, a pledge to our Blessed Mother. What are the things 
that are essentials um, in order to have to continue the spiritual battle. Okay. Um, so number one is prayer. Okay, prayer through the daily recitation of the rosary. And I'd like to um, explain this in a way that um, although she mentioned prayer, continue to pray the rosary every day. Um, I'd like you to say the rosary every day in order to end the war. She mentioned this. And then she also mentioned because only she can help you, okay, because God has entrusted to her immaculate heart. And then in the end, in October, she revealed herself that I am the lady of the rosary. So all the while she's been asking for the daily recitation of the rosary because Lucia said, tell us who you are because people are asking who you are, appearing to us. And then she said in October, I am the lady of the rosary. Okay. Now when Sister Lucia, this is very interesting, when Lucia was asked, why then, what is the role of the daily rosary? And Sister Lucia responded that the rosary is important because we have to pray in order to fulfill our daily duty. Okay, so, so basically the daily duty is the penance that God is actually wanted or wanting from us. That is our offering of our own selves. Okay, that we do everything we call, first of all, there's, you, might, you might know this, but the first uh, sacrifice that is very pleasing God is what we call the necessary sacrifice. Okay? The daily duty, I will explain that shortly. The daily duty, all of us have our own duties in life. Okay? Whatever our state of life we are in, whether I'm actually a religious person, you're a secular, but then you are a, a married person or you are a single blessedness, okay? Whatever state of life and what our duties is basically offering that as a form of penance, as a form of sacrifice, okay? And we do that, we are being supported by our daily rosary. Why? Because in the, in the daily recitation of the rosary, if we pray devoutly, okay, not just, vocally, but also with meditative or med with a meditation on the mysteries of the rosary. It's, it's allowing us seeing how our blessed lady has exemplified it in her life, you know, and we try to emulate that on um, her, her virtues. Okay? We go beyond not just vocal, but on meditation. And, and then we are guided that we need to, in a way, sanctify make everything we can as holy. Now, as I've mentioned, uh, there are reasons why we, we offer sacrifices, okay? And one of the things for that is not only for our own personal sanctification, but we pray for the conversion of others. That's why Our Lady said when on July 13, 1917, when she opened her hands, a light penetrated the earth and the, the children saw the sea of fire, okay? And Our Lady said to save them, Okay, those souls are going on perdition uh, for those who are going to hell. Not the souls who are in hell, but those who are going to hell. Okay, That in order to save them, God wishes to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. So we can see that God has entrusted to Mary, especially for 
uh, the peace in the world and also for the conversion of sinners. Now, um, I might have digressed in a way, but if I may just continue saying First. this, that not only with the sacrifice you know, um, that I wanted to impart that when we offer our were little sacrifice, okay, just like St. Teresa of a Child Jesus, doing ordinary things in an extraordinary manner. In other words, you don't do this because it's about me, but it's all about God. It's all about the love you have for God, okay? So the sacrifices that we lovingly offer becomes meritorious. It becomes beneficial not only for your own personal conversion, you sanctify yourself, but then in a way, convert and sanctify other people because you have made an offering lovingly, but at the same time, in union with the perfect sacrifice of the Lord. Okay, So I'm not just doing this in my, in my own personal entity or bubble, but my own personal suffering, my sacrifice, is united with the suffering of the Lord. Amen. And this can be applied then by our Blessed Mother to the person who needed the, uh, the grace at a particular time. So if, if, we real, if we come to reflect on it, the lesser our own will is involved in offering sacrifices, the more meritorious our sacrifices are because we become submissive to the will of God. Now, it's not me, but it is him. It is the Lord. You remember, um, I should decrease so that he will increase, just like John the Baptist. No, it's not about myself. It's about the core, which is Christ himself. And this, this, this um, devotion to our Lady Fatima uh, does not only stop to, um, upon our Blessed Mother, our Blessed Mother, the true devotion to Mary will always bring us to Jesus. That's why when, when we do reparation, yes, do repair the hearts of Mary, but at the same time repair the sins that are offended and blaspheme God himself. And that is very beautiful um, message of our Blessed Mother at Fatima that as her, dev um, her devotees, her loving children, we are doing this for the love of God and for the love of our Lord. Now, in the July apparition, our Blessed Lady also mentioned the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart. Now, there's um, ongoing debates, which, been, which has been happening for many, many years now. And again, it's apparent at this present time because of the war between Russia and Ukraine. Now, I personally believe, my dear friends, that Russia has been has already been consecrated by St. John Paul II on the 25th of March, 1984. And Sister Lucia herself confirmed that what the Pope did, what Pope John Paul II did, satisfied the requirements. Now, there's a huge debate about this because, you know, the, the people who are against John Paul II are saying that, you know, the Pope did not mention Russia specifically. And you know what, my dear friends? I'm pretty sure Russia is in the heart of our dear Pope John Paul II because he is Polish. Um, he knew how much his country suffered because of the war. But here's the thing, okay? Now is not the time for us to debate about this. Now is not the time for us to be divided. 
rather than debating about it, we know that we have a part in doing this. That's what, just like what Brother Ollie said, you know, we need to do our own part in, in, in this journey of you know, asking for peace and praying for the conversion of, of Russia and all the sinners all over the world. Brother Oli, what do we need to do? And how can we help? Okay. Um, so thank you for that affirmation and confirmation. Truly, the stand of the Universal Church, um, the Vatican, as well as the Will Apostle of Fatima, uh, which is an official organization of the Fatima message, uh, with pontifical right, that the collegial consecration has been completed on the 25th of March, 1954. You are very right on that. And I would like to read a certain passage by, um, on this book by the message of Fatima by Sister Lucia. Um, in a way, for people who haven't read this, we realize um, on Lucia's writing, and this is what she said, this consecration was made publicly in Rome um, by the Holy Father, Pope John II, Paul II, on the 25th of March, 1984, before the image of Our Lady of Fatima. So that the, the famous statue in the Capilina in Portugal was brought to Rome at the time, um, which is venerated in the chapel of the apparitions in the Cova de Iria, and which the Holy Father, after having written to all the bishops in the world, asking them to unite themselves with his holiness in this act of consecration, which he was going to make, had ordered to be brought to Rome for the purpose in order to emphasize the fact that the consecration that he was going to make before the statue was the one asked for by Our Lady Fatima. And also, um, Sister Lucia was visited by the Apostolic Nuncio after um, March 25th, 1984, and she said it was accepted by heaven. Now, going back again to the July apparition, wherein she first mentioned our lady first mentioned this request. She, she said, I will come back to ask for the consecration of Russia and the communion of reparation on first Saturdays. Okay, we have to think that this is like a two-pronged request, collegial and at the same collegial consecration and the five first Saturday. The collegial has been done by the Holy Father in communion with the bishops throughout the world. The second part, which is still mass lacking, most of the faithful needs to do, and the priests are asked to do this reparatory devotion, and that is what we call the Five First Saturday. And of course, Our Lady reappeared to Lucia in a Dorothean convent in 1925, specifically asking for this reparation on her Immaculate Heart, which is the will of the Lord. Because um, at this time um, in Pontevedra, um, which is um, in Spain. Sister Lucia had this apparition of the child Jesus and our Blessed Mother. And the person um, who spoke to Lucia was the child Jesus. Okay? It was Jesus himself who spoke first. And the child Jesus said to Lucia, have compassion on the heart of your sorrowful mother covered with thorns with which ungrateful men pierced it uh, with every moment with their blasphemies and ingratitude. You at least try to console it. So if, if we look at the message of the word, 
It is his will. Look at the circle. Look at the circle heart of your mother, covered with thorns, with which ungrateful man pierced it, whether blasphemies and ingratitude. So these are the sins of humanity. And obviously, if if we have if we offend someone, just for example, on a human level, if I have offended you, brother, first I have to repair that relationship before it can be reestablished. In the same level, if we offended God, who is God himself, and of course our blessed mother, we have to reestablish our relationship with the Lord, but at the same time repair that relationship. But how about those people who, who don't believe, who don't trust, who doesn't adore? And this is the first message and prayer of the angel. My God, I believe you are doing that on behalf of people I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love you. I beg pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love you. So this preparatory devotion is not only paying and repairing for your own personal sins, but also repairing the sins for those ungrateful men. Pierce it at every moment by their sins, by their blasphemies and ingratitude. And the invitation of Jesus is we become consoler of the heart of Mary. And, you know, the beautiful spirituality that comes from Fatima is one example is the life of Francisco. He became a consoler of Jesus every time he makes penance, every time he offers his suffering and personal pain, he offers up in order to console Jesus. At the same time, another beautiful spirituality came from Jacinta. She became what they call the apostles of sinners. That when she offered her sufferings and penances, she offers that for the Holy Father, but at the same time for the conversion of sinners. So that was the first request from our Lord, the child Jesus. After speaking, then Our Lady with her immaculate heart in her hand and with other hand, on the shoulder of Lucia said, look, my daughter, at my heart, surrounded with thorns with which ungrateful men pierce it with their blasphemies and ingratitude. You at least try to console me that I promise at the hour of death with the graces necessary for salvation, those who on every five consecutive first Saturday, and she gave us the, the, the list, shall confess, shall recite five decades of the rosary. You receive Jesus in Holy Communion. You do your 15 minutes meditation in the company of our Blessed Mother. But all of this you have to do with the intention of making reparation to the Immaculate Heart. And let us remember she only asked for five consecutive Saturdays. You can offer that in your own personal uh, for yourself. But then it doesn't mean that when you finish doing your five, you stop. Because as far as you mentioned why you know, sin continues, this is the mystery of iniquities. If sin abounds, grace also abounds. We have to do um, and share the graces coming from the heart of Jesus. and the Immaculate Heart of Mary to others. You know, my dear brother, I can't help but feel emotional when you reminded us about the thorns 
in Mary's heart and looking at the, that statue and the image of the Pieta right behind me, um, I think, my dear friends, there is really a need for us to console our Blessed Mother, especially you who are listening right now who loves our Blessed Mother so much. Brother Oli, why for Saturday devotion? Um, is praying the rosary enough? I mean, in, in, in the July apparition and in, in actually on all the six ap- uh, apparitions of our Blessed Mother in Fatima, she mentioned praying the rosary could help us obtain peace. But why for a Saturday devotion? Okay. So as I've mentioned, in terms of the reparatory aspects, okay, um, in all of the messages of Our Lady. I'll just briefly cite some examples, like in um, basically in August, okay, when and in July, when she said that sacrifice yourselves for sinners. So the the, the thing that I've mentioned about offering something for something that you value to something of a greater importance. Okay, like for example, I've mentioned to you earlier about the necessary sacrifice. The necessary sacrifice is very important that we become ourselves holy. All of us are called to holiness. Yeah. So when we say of the obligatory necessary sacrifice, this is of course the avoidance of sin and the occasion of sin. Necessary. It's basically um, converting ourselves so that we will be part, of course, of that mystical body of the Lord. Um, there are also other sacrifices, what we call the voluntary sacrifices, when we, in our own volition, offer this mortification, this small penances that we have, especially we're coming on Lent, abstaining and fasting, for example, our voluntary sacrifices, that could also be also very meritorious if we do it 100% for the love of God, okay? There's also what we call the involuntary um, sacrifices. These are sacrifices that comes along that we don't expect it. For example, sickness, okay? Tragedy in our family or in our own personal life. But then if we come to think of how this own personal suffering can bring redemption to others if we offer this wholeheartedly for the love of God to the best of your ability at that present moment it becomes meritorious our blessed mother and our Lord can use your own personal suffering for someone who needed the grace at that particular time now the invitation for us is yes it's very important our lady said pray the rosary every But also she mentioned to pray and make sacrifices. So these sacrifices that I've mentioned to you is making ourselves everything we do holy, but at the same time making ourselves holy for others so that our whole life may be a Holocaust offered to God on the arms of a day-to-day cross in union with the cross of Christ. Because for the salvation of souls, God, operating with him in his redemptive work as members of his mystical body. Um, Basically, the church, you know, has given us all these opportunities, you know, and and the grace, but the grace in itself, we need to correspond. We need to act 
the grace will always be there. It will always abound. And that's the reason why if we, I do my own personal sacrifice and offer it in communion with the suffering of the Lord, then that is very, very important. Even um, an invitation for us not to waste any single, you know, offering um, or, or an opportunity to offer sacrifices. We should be ready to take advantage of every opportunity that presents itself. In other words, in particular, we should be ready to make sacrifices when this is required in us in order to fulfill our duty to God, to our neighbor, and of course, to ourselves, but primarily to God. Are there only any final words? Yes. Um, we basically just, um, have, Jerry Rivera, who is the national president of the Royal Apostle of Fatima in England and Wales, have written to the upper key to the, of the Ukraine and the UK and to show our solidarity that, you know, we continue to pray that we will be able to obtain the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Of course, it's a promise of our Blessed Mother. We can truly reach that when there is enough people to do the five first Saturday, when enough people will pray devoutly the, the rosary, when enough people, instead of complaining, but offer their sufferings and their pain in union with the heart of Jesus and Mary for one's personal conversion and the conversion of others. And at the same time, when we consecrate ourselves to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we become, you know, um, in a way, promoters and establishers of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in this world. Because our devotion to Mary, she will bring us to her son, which is also our brother, our Lord, who is Jesus Christ. So I encourage everyone, if you wanted to know more, especially on five first Saturday, I'd like you to visit, probably brother, you can um, put the website, but if I, I can remember, it's www.worldfatima-englandwales.org.uk. We are more than happy to explain things, probably in your parish, and hopefully we can recommend the visitation of the National Pilgrim Statue and the Pilgrim Statue of the Immaculate Heart of Mary in all the cathedrals and parishes in England and Wales. Um, thank you very much for this opportunity, brother. And I'm more than happy to share some more um, in, a, in a way more deepening on the five first Saturday and other aspects pertaining to the message of Fatima. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Brother Oli. And of course, uh, we'd like to hear more from you. And I pray that you could be a guest here um, in this podcast one of these days again. My, my dear friends, let us unite. Let, let us all be united um, in this uh, journey to obtaining peace. Let's see, um, our Pope Francis has called for a worldwide fast and prayer on Ash Wednesday. And this coming Saturday, first Saturday of the month, um, join the world, uh, world Apostolate of Fatima, England and Wales in doing the first Saturday devotion. It will be online. I will post the, the website, the, the links to the websites here. My dear friends, if you want to share this podcast, podcast episode with others, thank you very much. But it is not, it, it is not my wish to become famous. Um, it is my wish that many people would do the first Saturday devotions. It's not just my wish, though. 
is not just Brother Oliver's wish. The first, the five first Saturday devotion is Mary's wish. It's the wish of our Blessed Mother. And then we have heard today, we have learned today that we can do something to stop the war. But this is not only to save Ukraine. This is also to save Russia. Stopping the war, though, is only the beginning. What we are, what we are asking God is to convert Russia. And it's not just converting Russia. It's conversion of the entire world so we can obtain peace. Brother Oli, please could you close this episode with a prayer? Okay, thank you. Um, I would like to um, say this prayer, which is a prayer that was in a way pledged, that was drafted by Sister Lucia on how we can obtain the peace in our own heart, at the same time peace in the whole world. This is our pledge to Our Lady Fatima. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Dear Queen and Mother, who promised at Fatima to convert Russia and bring peace to all mankind in reparation for my sins and the sins of the whole world, I solemnly promise to your Immaculate Heart to offer up every day the sacrifices demanded by my daily duty, to pray part of the rosary daily while meditating on the mysteries, to wear the brown scapular of Our Lady of Mount Carmel as profession of this promise and as an act of consecration to you, to accomplish the devotion of the five first Saturdays of the month, including the 15 minutes of meditation on the mysteries of the rosary. I shall renew this promise often, especially in moments of temptation. We continue to entrust in your blessed mother, to your most pure and sorrowful and immaculate heart, the peace in Ukraine and Russia and the entire world. We continue to entrust all that we are and all that we have to you and to your son, Jesus. We offer this as a form of sacrifice, as we say the sacrifice prayer you taught at Fatima in July 13, 1917. Oh, Jesus, it is for the love of you, for the conversion of sinners, and in reparation for the sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Sorrowful and Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Sister Lucia, servant of God, pray for us. Saints Jacinta and Francisco, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear friends, if you haven't done the first Saturday devotion, I encourage you, we encourage you to do it. Okay, But if you are somebody who's already doing it, the question is, have you told somebody? Have you encouraged somebody? Have you encouraged your family, your best friend to do it? If you haven't, well, let's bring more people to Our Lady of Fatima, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and let's encourage more people to do the Five First Saturday Devotion. Thank you very much, and never ever forget, we are all in the heart of our most blessed mother. God bless. Ave Maria. Ave Maria. Thank you for listening. If you have been blessed with this episode, please click the subscribe button. Ave Maria.